Today on Elliott Wave TV, I'm talking with Michael Madden, who covers cross rights for Elliott Wave International's Currency Pro Service team. Hi, Michael. It's good to see you. Hi, Alex. You too. Now, to start off with a bit of a more general question, is having a strong U.S. dollar view necessary to understanding the cross rates, or is a strong U.S. dollar view a nice to have, but not necessarily a need to have? I would say a strong uh, U.S. dollar view is more of a nice to have than a really need to have. Um, with regard to the cross rates, one of the beauties is that we can trade uh, certain markets without having um, a direct influence of the dollar on, on that pair. So while we do take into consideration um, within um, our currency overview, uh, the dollar and its direction, but in the cross rates, we don't really need to know and we can trade certain markets without um, having a view on the, the dollar. Now, Michael, not a lot of people understand cross rates. They're intimidated by them and perhaps don't understand them fully. Can you take a minute and explain them to me in a way that perhaps the everyday trader or investor would understand? Yes, um, Alex. Quite simply, the, the cross rates are any pair that don't involve the US dollar. So um, while within the currency markets, we have um, a primary um, seven or eight um, currencies, um, we, we, a cross rate then that doesn't involve the dollar would be like um, the euro yen, the euro sterling, um, and, and so forth. So Michael, jumping into the markets, while a stronger euro has been the dominant FX story since literally the beginning of the year, uh, you believe that some of the crosses are actually poised for euro outperformance, namely euro sterling and euro Swiss. Uh, so what are you seeing? Yeah, at the moment, euro pound, we're looking for um, euro outperformance, but um, we're not getting too married to that scenario. Um, as we feel that the uh, September peak in euro sterling um, may have been a significant one. And the, um, the outperformance currently um, underway is poised to be temporary. And we're looking for um, underperformance or stronger sterling um, going forward, possibly in, into the end of this month. Uh, euro Swiss, on the other hand, um, it's correcting uh, within a still unfolding strong uptrend. Um, so while we'll be looking for further gains in Euro Swiss, on the other hand, Euro Sterling, um, not so much. And now on the flip side, where the Euro has been strong this year and part of last year is against the Yen, but you've actually been anticipating a reversal and a weaker Euro, stronger Yen. Yes, but um, again, with, within a strong um, Euro Yen uptrend. So we feel that um, the, the euro, uh, we're going to see some weakness um, against the yen, whether it is going to come from a, a stronger yen or the weaker euro. But our, our wave count is suggesting that um, we get a temporary pause within within strong uptrend. But as I said, a temporary pause. Uh, once we have a corrective pattern in place, we'll be looking for euro outperformance um, against the yen. And Michael, one last question before I let you go. While flipping through your charts, I actually noticed uh, that you have a long-term view on the Australian dollar and Japanese yen. It looks like a few more months of chop and then blast off to the top side in 2018. Uh, that's what we're looking for, Alex. Yes, um, we feel that um, Aussie yen is, is within a triangle pattern, um, midway within the triangle pattern. So we're looking at possibly uh, further weeks uh, to maybe a month or two of um, more consolidation. Um, but once in place, um, whether it becomes an Aussie story or a yen story, uh, we are looking for that pair to, um, to put in quite a, a performance to the upside. So we'll be watching it closely. 
Well, thanks for taking a couple of minutes to talk today, Michael. Lots of opportunities in the crosses. Oh, for sure. Thank you too, Alex. See you again soon.